Welcome to the Conscious Business Leaders Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. So right now we have Mark Shandro of Asana Recovery with us. How are you doing, Mark? I'm well, thanks. Great. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate the invitation. Nice to meet you, Gabby. Yeah, you as well. So please tell us the story of how Asana Recovery came to be. Sure. Um, you know, I've actually been in the substance abuse business for about 14 years, had a larger program. We actually got to about three to 400 beds with 1,600 uh, employees. And, you know, we sold that business off. And then my brother and I, about three years ago, started Asana Recovery. And really the goal was to have a program that, you know, is much more individualized. Mm-hmm. It also is something that um, where we can really focus on our clients and personally get to know them. So we have this one's much smaller at about 24 beds. Okay. And so it was, it's just like you said, have that more personal experience with all of your clients by kind of scaling down. Exactly. Exactly. And I originally got into the business, you know, 14 years mm-hmm. ago, uh, a good friend of mine that I went to college with, you know, had a really bad substance abuse mm-hmm. problem and went to 11 different treatment centers. You know, I I went to school back East with him Mm -hmm. and, you know, I graduated college, came out to California to kind of go on my own. And he actually went to prison. So, uh, for, you know, for uh, possession. So Mm -hmm. we kept in touch and, you know, he was a pretty good businessman and, you know, um, eventually came to California and got sober and then kind of called me up and was like, Hey Mark, you know, I got, you know, I want to start a a treatment program. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can raise some money. Mm-hmm. And uh, we couldn't because no one wanted to give a former drug addict any money. Right, <laughs> so okay. I actually, I threw in uh, $5,000. He threw in $2,500 and another partner threw in five. Okay. And then in 2015, you know, we, after eight years, we became the fastest growing company in Orange County mm-hmm. and um, brought in over a hundred million dollars in revenue off that initial mm. almost $20,000 investment. So it was pretty crazy. Yeah, that is. And especially your friend too. He went through it himself and then really just wanted to help other people the same experience. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. And so I'm curious as far as, you know, dealing with substance abuse, what are you seeing why people really got into it in the first place as far as Mm -hmm. using? You know, there's certainly a myriad of issues. You know, Mm -hmm. it's always some sort of underlying problem, you know, whether it's trauma, which is, you know, very common, you know, for example, we have a client now that's gone through the program and, you know, his three-year-old daughter was killed in a a car accident, you know, and that drove him to, you know, using opiates and alcohol to Mm -hmm. numb that, you know, we've had clients that have had surgeries and have gotten hooked on oxy from that, you know, so Mm -hmm. that's another problem, you know, of course, some of the, just the highly addictive drugs, you know, alcohol is a big one, of course, and and we're seeing a lot of that now with COVID, you know, where there's a huge increase in alcohol and drug addiction mm-hmm. and uh, suicide rates. Suicide rates are going through the roof, you know, so we're dealing with a lot of those problems. But, you know, it's, it's, it's usually a trauma-based thing mm-hmm. and something that happened in their childhood, something that happened, you know, that was very traumatic and has driven them to, you know, using drugs and alcohol to kind of cover the pain. 
Yeah. Yeah. So then as far as the treatment goes, you know, what is sort of the recovery looking like? What do people usually go steer towards instead of doing the drugs? What is their go-to typically? Yeah. And that's a good question. You, you know, there's, there's, it's kind of a couple phased approach. You know, the first phase is what we call a medical detox. And what we do is we work with, you know, our medical team, the client works with our medical team and get some drugs to kind of comfort meds to, you know, get them off what they're doing and kind mm-hmm. of taper them down, whether it's, you know, heroin, you might be using what's called Suboxone. Um, also, you know, coming off of heavy use of alcohol can cause seizures. So being careful that they don't, you know, have seizures, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that's usually like a seven to, day, seven to 10 day process. Mm-hmm. After that, they start really getting engaged in, the, in treatment. And what that means is one-on-one counseling with a therapist, case management to kind of figure out where they want to go in their life, mm-hmm. and then lots of group therapy with other peers and, you know, treat, you know, addiction is something you can't do on your own. You can't break it on your own. You mm-hmm. have to have an outside person. And what we do is we really get them involved in, you know, finding the right tools to support their recovery. And a big part of that is peer support, as well as finding sponsors within the AA or smart recovery community where they can call if they're having cravings, they can call their sponsor. Of course, okay. they can lean on us, but we want to get them geared to being able to survive, you know, clean mm-hmm. after, after, yeah. after they leave our, mm-hmm. our doors, you know, cause you know, once they go away, you know, they discharge from our program, they've got to live their life and they've got to continue to use right. these recovery tools to, you know, stay clean. Mm-hmm. And so they, do they typically find a new habit at all when they get back, when they get out of uh, your facility or how does that work as far as, I guess, the distraction in a way? Good question. You know, once, you know, once an addict, always an addict, you know, okay. it's something mm-hmm. that they have to live right. with for the rest of their life. And a lot of people do, you know, um, they put it into work, uh, you know, they put it into, you know, other addictions, maybe gambling, maybe sex. But, you know, part of what we do is we teach them that, you know, as part of the, the, the treatment is you teach them that that's something that that could happen and they got to really watch for it and they have to work a program. And once they discharge, they have to work a program. And what that means is they have to be committed and regularly engaged in working their recovery, mm-hmm. maintaining their mental health, maintaining their physical health, maintain their spiritual health. You know, you have to right. continually work on that on a daily basis. You know, I have a lot of friends that are in recovery that every single day they go to a meeting, you know, they go to an AA meeting every single day, you know, and that's what it takes for them to, you know, to, to maintain their, you know, those three things, you know, their mind, their body and the spirit. Right. And so it's different things work for different people, of course, too. Correct. Mm -hmm. And so obviously your job can be kind of heavy sometimes in the industry that you're in. How do you take care of yourself just to keep your own, you know, high performance energy and for you to have your own good flow? You know, I practice a lot of those uh, techniques myself. You know, I work out almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, read books, you know, which helps listen to a lot of motivational podcasts and, you know, just get out and travel. I mean, it's harder now, obviously, mm-hmm. but taking a break from this is critical. And mm-hmm. I don't work a whole lot of hours a day and that helps. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. And so what, how do you just live purposefully? Obviously, you're helping people with serious addictions mm-hmm. and everything, but what is just that thing that just keeps you going in this? Yeah, you know, you know I feel that we are all here to be of service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the more people that I can help at a higher level, yeah. the more successful I'll be. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I focus on. I try and be of service, whether it's helping, 
you know, other young entrepreneurs, whether it's, um, you know, mentoring, you know, people in our program, you know, my employees specifically, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, that's, that's kind of where we're at. And and the more that I can give to them, the more they can give to the clients and the more of service we can be. Absolutely. And so I'm really curious, like I said, in the industry that you are in, what is one of your favorite client success stories? What's one that pops up in your head first? Yeah. You know, that's a good question. This, um, you know, one that comes up in my head is this, uh, lady Carrie, older woman, mm-hmm. you know, similar to my age in her forties, you know, struggling with alcohol, uh, pretty seriously. And, you know, her, um, her daughter was very abusive to her, you know, mentally, mm-hmm. and she just couldn't get out of the cycle. She finally came to our program, you know, it took her twice, you know, they came once discharged, relapsed mm-hmm. and then came back. And, you know, she texts me every, every couple of weeks, you know, thankful for her sobriety. She's got a great job now. She um, is even got a boyfriend, which she's really excited about. <laughs> and she's living her life, you know. She's super happy. And it took a long time. It took her 90 days mm-hmm. to get her head clean, to really understand, you know, what was wrong mm-hmm. and what are the underlying issues. And she's doing great. And we have a lot of those stories, honestly. If you look on the Internet and our reviews, there's tons of them. So it's really, um, you know, that keeps you going. Yeah, it's super rewarding. I can only imagine. <laughs> and so I'm curious now, what, is, what does it mean to be a conscious business leader to you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a good question. You know, I've been, you know, I, this is my third industry. You know, I was a lobbyist for a little while when I was okay. in my 20s and then got into real estate. And, you know, selling houses was, you know, it was somewhat rewarding, but not really as much as this. And I think what it means to be a conscious business leader is to, Make sure that you, you know, the reality is it's, it's the employees. You got to focus on the employees and they mm-hmm. got to come first. Right. You know, when you focus on them first, everything falls into, into place and mm-hmm. making sure that they're well taken care of in terms of, of course, compensation, mm-hmm. but also training, you know, time off, watching them so they're not, um, you know, so they're not overworked and they're, you know, their mental, you know, brain, you know, gets deteriorated just because of the stress, which happens right. a lot, you know, mm. and making sure they take care of themselves. So for me, it's really about them. You know, it's about our family of team members and making sure that they're all happy because mm. that makes my business happy and makes us more successful. Mm-hmm. And so what do you, how is it set up within the company for your employees? Again, it's kind of can be a stressful environment to be in. You know, how do you make sure that your employees are taken care of? You know, we, we monitor them pretty closely. Mm-hmm. We do, obviously we do regular performance reviews. We do quite a bit of employee appreciation events. Okay. We try and do that monthly, you know, and, you know, we do a lot of awards for going above and beyond. We even do like a flair program. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that movie, uh, office space, you know, where they have okay. franchise all the flair. So, you know, we all have name tags. So we give out pieces of flair, you know, when they do something, you know, above and beyond, and just recognizing, you know, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, you know, employees are not always at it. You know, money is not the number one thing. You know, a lot of people think it is, but it's not. It's recognition and it's training and education. Yeah. I think a lot of those intrinsic things, too, that we yeah. sometimes bosses can miss. It's like people just want to feel appreciated and acknowledged right. and recognized for their work. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, we worked, we use Slack which is, you know, a communication tool and Mm -hmm. always recognizing, you know, the right people on Slack. So it goes to the whole company and, you know, especially in our business, like you said, I mean, we have a, I mean, this is almost a daily thing where clients Mm -hmm. are spinning out, you know, they, they, 
They, you know, they're ordering drugs to the facility. They mm-hmm. are leaving the program to go get high, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes a lot of effort and energy to keep them on the right path. And, you know, the empathy is huge. So, you know, they have to be empathetic to the client and we need to do the same thing with our staff. Wonderful. So definitely it's trickled down. We'll just get the support trickled yeah, down to the whole thing. Absolutely. Great. And so what is your vision for the next three to five years? You know, right now it's kind of personal one-on-one. I mean, do you want to expand? You want to grow or what is your vision for the company? You know, that, you know, I, you know, I've gone through the huge growth phase before where we okay. had programs all around the United States. You know, I think my vision now is we want to become the number one program in Orange County. We want to be best in class. Okay. So, you know, my goal for the next three to five years, expand a little bit more, you know, maybe increase our occupancy by 20 to 30% mm-hmm. and get it to a little bit bigger where it generates the revenue that I want to see okay. and get it to a point where I can, you know, work a couple hours a day and it's on essentially autopilot to some degree, but also is the best in Orange County here in California. And that's our goal. We, we want to, and then possibly expanding into other areas, but mm-hmm. unlikely, you know, I'm not interested in traveling around again and, and running a lot of employees, you know, keeping it and, you know, giving something, you know, I have two teenage kids, possibly something that, that you know, okay. they, they've interned for the summertime, you know, and possibly something that they want to get involved in. Okay. So you said, instead of just trying to be this one and a big, you know, pond as far as the United States, take over and be the best in Orange County. Be the best. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Absolutely. And so for anyone who is interested in getting more information about you or the program, the business, where are the best places to go? You know, the best places, you know, internet, obviously, Asana Recovery, our website, you know, you can, you can see there's emails there. My bio is there. Information about my team is there. You can just email me and I'd be happy to answer questions, answer questions. You know, we're of course we're on Facebook and LinkedIn and all the other social media platforms. And those links are on the website. Wonderful. Well, Mark Shandro, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for all that you do as well. Thank you, Gabby. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review? Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at annasunchoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.